Welcome to the Michigan Man Podcast on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew for Wolverine fans from coast to coast. Go Blue and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mike Fitzpatrick. I hope all of you had a wonderful 4th of July weekend and are enjoying our very warm and dry summer. Over the weekend, we aired a Michigan Man Extra with Jay Flannelly, better known as the Beeve in Wolverine Circles, and today we're back with our regular show. In August, we return to our weekly schedule with some big preview shows to help us all get ready for the opener on September 3rd, so please make a note of that. If there is such a thing as a quiet month where Jim Harbaugh and Michigan football is concerned, July might be that. Yes, the players are on campus taking part in voluntary workouts and going to summer classes, and recruiting is still a hot topic, but it is July. We'll cover the recruiting end of it on our next show with Steve Lorenz from 24-7 Sports when he joins us on our July Roundup. Until then, let's enjoy the calm before the storm. On today's show, we have a guest who's been in the news, both locally and nationally, and not because of football. He is former Wolverine Mark Ramirez, who played for Michigan and Bo Schembechler from 1986 to 1990. He was part of three Rose Bowl teams and one Hall of Fame Bowl team during his outstanding career as a right guard. After his playing days, Mark entered the business world and was very successful in the insurance business with Allstate and now in management with AT&T. Mark comes from a family with a history of type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol. Early in the last decade, Mark was battling with all of those health issues until he decided enough was enough. He and his wife Kim moved to a plant-based diet, and in very short order, Mark's health changed for the better. It's an amazing story, and whether you're 21 and very healthy or middle-aged and getting those borderline lab reports back, Mark has a story that should make all of us take stock in just how we eat and how it has a direct impact on our long-term health. I think you'll find Mark's story interesting and educational. He joins me next here on The Michigan Man on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew. With us on our game day segment this week is a former Michigan player, Mark Ramirez, who is uh, one of Bo's boys, played uh, for Bo from 1986 to 1990, part of three Rose Bowl teams and won a Hall of Fame Bowl and a fantastic career. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me, Mike. I appreciate the opportunity. And a lot of our listeners know, especially in the southeastern Michigan area, I should say a lot of our readers in the uh, the Detroit market, uh, in the Ann Arbor area, uh, had the opportunity to see the the feature story done on you and M Live, or or hear you on Michigan Public Radio and other outlets. When they did that feature story on you, Mark, telling how you transformed your health by moving to a plant based diet, if you could uh, start by telling the listeners what caused you to make that lifestyle change or decision. 
Sure. So, um, you know, when I obviously had the first opportunity to play football in Michigan, like you mentioned. But when I look back at my family history, Mike, my entire family has been plagued by chronic illness. And really, it starts with diabetes, type 2 diabetes, to be mm-hmm. exact. My mother had diabetes for over 33 years and ultimately passed at the young age of 33. My oldest brother uh, was plagued with pancreatic cancer. He was diabetic for many years and ultimately passed at the young age of 41 after a nine-month bout with pancreatic cancer. My twin brother, he had a heart attack a year and a half ago approximately. He's been diabetic for 16 years, many, many medications. Uh, My little sister, same scenario. She's been diabetic about 14 years, many medications, insulin shots, etc. And my youngest brother, who is 44, he was diagnosed with diabetes at the age of 13 or 14 years old. And he's had in his, he's 44 years old today, but uh, he's had his right leg amputated. He's had a pancreas and kidney transplant, legally blind. And so we have just seen diabetes just devastate my entire family. And so in 2002, the you know, I grew up believing mm-hmm. that, hey, diabetes was just in my genes. It's my entire family has it. So there's not much I can do about it. I was just going to have diabetes like the rest of my family. And ultimately, when I was diagnosed in 2002, that was when, you know, the, the the reality sets in that, okay, hey, everyone in my family has it. Now I'm diagnosed. I just need to get used to you know, the fact that down the road, I'm going to be dealing with amputations, with blindness, with transplants, with um, you know, a lot of devastation in the way mm-hmm. of, of uh, from a health perspective. And so um, I really knew that I needed to do something different and try something different. And um, ironically, in this decade of being sick from 2002 to 2011, 2012, for 10 years, Mike, mm-hmm. I had tried different tactics. I had tried to, you know, you hear of all these diets and people trying to lose weight. So I had tried to count calories, count carbs, portion control, exercise more, eat less, and you know, all trying to keep diabetes at bay because I didn't want to have the same ramifications that I'd seen my entire family go through. And uh, after all of these tactics that I had tried, you know, I may have lost a little weight or felt a little better, but I never was able to eliminate the illness. I was still on all my medications. And one day, you know, feeling somewhat depressed and and, uh, just looking at my future, Uh, My wife and I happened to come across a DVD that was given to us by my in-laws by the name of Forks Over Knives. Mm -hmm. And this DVD basically chronicles two doctors, one who who spent the majority of his career out of Cornell University and the other who spent the majority of his career out of the Cleveland Clinic in Ohio. And ultimately, these gentlemen are both in their, these doctors are both in their early 80s today, but what they ultimately reveal, Mike, is that animal products, animal foods can be very, 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 very harmful to the human body. And uh, they had, in fact, one of the doctors, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn, he was actually one of the doctors working with uh, our former president, Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. when he was having those heart issues. They changed his diet. He lost weight, ended up feeling uh, quite a bit better. He was one of the two doctors working with our former president. So, um, that to me, you know, after seeing this video and reading a book by Dr. Neil Bernard, his Dr. Neil Bernard's program for reversing diabetes, 
those two things for less than forty dollars uh, watching that video and reading that book on december 3rd of 2011 my wife and i jumped in uh you know we just cut cold turkey to a plant-based lifestyle and uh you know it was it was pretty amazing the results we saw when we changed the foods we ate because i was in in 2011 i was taking two insulin shots every single day i was taking two different diabetes medications I was taking a high blood pressure and high cholesterol medication as well. And then on top of that, I had erectile dysfunction, which is very disheartening as a man. I had psoriasis all over my scalp, and I had heartburn all the time. So I had all these, all these illnesses, all this chronic illness plaguing me at the young age of 43, Mike. And uh, I knew I needed to do something different. And what was amazing about this whole transformation is when I simply when I simply changed the foods I ate in two months after being sick for a decade, in two months of changing the foods I ate, I was off all five of those medications, and in three months I had lost almost fifty pounds. That is amazing. You know, Mark, you talked about your family history, the health history, and then uh, what you were struggling with, the medications that you were on yourself. How long did it take you to you know mentally make that change? You know, it was. It, it's pretty interesting how, as a diabetic, I mean, we. I'm constantly checking my glucose levels three, four, sometimes five times a day, and on top of that, I'm injecting insulin twice a day, so I'm poking myself constantly. But what was amazing when, upon you know, going upon this lifestyle, making this lifestyle change, I began to see my sugars start to plummet. I mean, two and three days after I did this, my sugars were dropping significantly from what I was used to. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I was starting to feel better, and the weight just started to drop off of my frame. I mean, I was losing between five to eight pounds a week, and that that uh, that continued for a little bit. You know, I mean, it was two months. Like I said, I lost thirty-five pounds, and in three months, I had lost forty-five. And and uh, you know, what's really great is when I eliminated those the animal products and plant-based diet. Just for you know, the listeners who who might not know or might not be aware, Mike is. I don't eat any animal products, and it's been four and a half years now uh, that I've not had any animal products. And uh, um, you know, all of the all the animal products, I know they're tasty. I remember because for 43 years, I mean, I I had something, a piece of steak or eggs or cheese all over my plate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm not going to deny, and I will never deny that they don't taste good. However, when you look at what those foods contain in the way of saturated fat, cholesterol, casein, which is an animal-based protein that has been linked to cancer time and time again. You look at the growth hormones that are injected into these animals to get them to grow to be as big as possible, as quick as possible, so they can slaughter them to put them on your plate. You look at all the uh, antibiotics that are injected into these animals because of the conditions they, they live in, they're trying to keep them from getting sick. So all of those hormones and cholesterol and saturated fat is ultimately what we consume and then, of course, uh, leads to much of our uh, chronic conditions that America deals with today. How long did it take to get off the medications? It was two months. Uh, so I was uh, in December of 2011, and it was December 3rd to be exact. That was the day my wife and I drew the line in the sand and said, okay, going forward, we're going to try this, right? We've tried everything else. That didn't work. Let's try this. And so it was uh, 
December 3rd of 2011 and by January 30th of 2012. So just a little under two months, I was off all five of those medications. My insulin shots, my metformin and Genuvia for diabetes, my lisinopril for high, uh, high blood pressure, and my simvastatin for high cholesterol. I've seen this referred to as a diet, but it, it really isn't a diet, is it, Mark? This is a lifestyle change. I agree 100%. You know, diets are those things you go on where, you know, hey, for 90 days, or 60 days, or 30 days, I'm going to do this. And, and then you go off those plans. But I, I agree with you 100%, Mike. This is more a lifestyle change and saying, look, I'm going to eliminate the foods that, I mean, there's, there's so much science and evidence around how harmful animal products can be to the body, to the human body. Whereas the plant-based world, I mean, you know, all the fruits, vegetables, legumes, grains, nuts and seeds, and how beneficial those are to our body. I mean, they're full of vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, fiber, all of the things that, uh, for the most part, are devoid out of the animal products. I mean, all animal products have no fiber whatsoever. Whereas the plant products, the plant foods have no cholesterol, predominantly no saturated fat. They're way, uh, way more beneficial for our, our body and for, uh, for our health. With us here on our Michigan Game Day segment this week is former Michigan player Mark Ramirez, who has made a, an amazing transformation in his health by changing to a plant-based diet. Is it the same thing as just saying you're a vegetarian, Mark? I, I hadn't heard that term or seen that term used when, when talking about you, though. From what I've seen, Mike, on this journey for four and a half years, vegetarian to me, for the most part, is someone who they don't eat meat, mm -hmm. but they may have some dairy products. They may have some milk or some cheese or some eggs on okay. some of their food. Uh, a vegan is an individual or a person who does not consume any animal products. And then this new term of a plant-based diet or plant-based lifestyle this more talks to the the foods in in a, in a whole food sense. In other words, you try to minimize the processed foods, right? Mm -hmm. Because one of the things that I and I tell and talk to people about this is there are many vegans out there, but you can be vegan and be very unhealthy. For example, Oreos are vegan. There are no animal products in Oreo cookies. <laughs> uh, most French fries are vegan. Most beers are vegan. And these foods are not, you know, consumed in high quantities. I mean, they're not healthy for you, right? Mm -hmm. So you can be vegan and you can still be consuming a ton of fat, a ton of salt, a ton of sugar. So what you want to do is if you eat a plant-based diet, you want to stick to foods that are minimally, minimally processed. You try to eat um, the, the foods that without um, a ton of oils, right? Because oils mm -hmm. are 100% fat, right? They're one of the most calorically dense foods on the planet. So I, I eat, and what I learned in reading Dr. Neil Bernard's program for Re reversing diabetes, it's the book I read, that those that and folks over knives, again, were the two things that launched me down this path. But Dr. Bernard basically gives you three simple rules. One is you keep it vegan or plant-based with minimally processed foods. You keep it low in fat. Yes, our bodies need fat and they need good omega fats and we get those in the way of nuts, seeds, and avocado, although you need to watch it because, again, your body, fat is fat. And if you're eating too much of those products, you, you can still be heavy and, and mm -hmm. quite uh, unhealthy. And then lastly, if you're diabetic, 
type 2 diabetic and you want to keep a good control of your glucose levels, you want to watch the foods that spike your sugars. So in his book, those are basically the three big rules that I uh, that I adopted and that I live by to this day that have kept me, kept me healthy and trim and reversed all my chronic conditions in a short, in a short period of time. This is so important for, uh, for so many of our listeners, for so many of us who are uh, getting up there in years and who have, uh, when we have our lab work done, if we're, if we're not high cholesterol, if we're not high blood pressure, we're hearing borderline. So we know changes have to be made. And, you know, some of us have tried diets like South Beach, and there's so many of them out there. I know you know how many there are, Mark, um, or something similar. Uh, they have guidelines. And I think that's why a lot of people jump into those type of uh, diets or programs, because there's some structure to help them along the way. For you, the changes that you made, I know your wife, Kim, was a vegetarian uh, earlier in life. Uh, so that helps. But was there a book, and I know you mentioned Dr. Neil Bernard just a moment ago, but or a program that you followed? What kind of structure when you made the change did you adhere to? Yeah, you know, it was it was interesting because we saw that DVD, the DVD, Forks Over Knives. We read Dr. Bernard's book, and there were some recipes in there. But when we just jumped in cold turkey like that, it was it was a learning process. It took us a few months to really get a grasp on what we were doing. Like I know I was eating a ton of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches when I first, <laughs> when I first converted. Thinking, okay, well, either there's peanuts and that's just jelly. There's no animal products. But again, you know, one of the things I, I guess I wasn't looking at the labels quite, uh, quite uh, as intensely as I should have. And then also, uh, you know, I, so I was looking at that, but, but I know I was doing a bunch of things, things that as, as you, stay the course and you just start to understand uh, really i know there was some times too where we're buying a lot of these transitional foods like there are uh, tofurkey and there's you know a lot of um, fake meat products out there mm -hmm. and what you end up finding in a lot of these products and it's great if it'll help people transition from the standard american diet to a plant-based diet but what i find is that Generally, in a lot of those products, you still end up finding a lot of fat, sugar, and salt. And so they're, again, getting back to the, hey, I can be vegan, but if you're still eating a high concentration of these foods, you you, you still can be sickly, right? And so so we, we, what you want to do is get to a, a plant-based lifestyle. As far as books, there are five doctors that we really love and follow and basically have been, Mike, they've been helping people for decades. This this information is not new, but I, I'm so grateful that more and more it's coming out more mainstream so that people can become aware of it. Um, the first is Dr. Neil Bernard. That's the first gentleman. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn. He is another doctor, that, again, that helped um, our former president, Bill Clinton. T. Colin Campbell. That is a gentleman that worked out of Cornell University, also in Forks Over Knives, and he's the one that has proven time and time again that casein and animal protein is causes cancer. Uh, Dr. John McDougal, he's out of, uh, he's out of California. And, uh, you know, here locally, we even have a doctor, Dr. Joel Kahn. He's, a, he's another doctor who's been plant-based for 30 plus years. He graduated from Michigan as well and, and a good friend of ours. Um, so those are, those are some of the doctors that we love and follow, and they all have books. They have recipes. They even have programs that if you're interested and you look up these individuals online, um, you know, one of the things we've been doing is my wife and I, Chick P and Bean, we've, mm -hmm. we've been having meetings here locally where we live in Clinton Township, Michigan, 
since January of 2015. Every month we've had a meeting where we bring in plant-based doctors, we bring in plant-based chefs, and they're free meetings. We don't charge. And, and, and everything on our website up until this point, Mike, everything is free. We're, we are simply trying to educate people. Our mission, Chickpea and Beans' mission, is to educate people on the power and benefits of a plant-based diet or lifestyle. Because we have seen, you know, we talk about my story a lot and how I was able to reverse all this chronic illness and get regain my health. And at almost 50 years old, Mike, I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. But the really cool story as well behind the scenes that doesn't get played as much is that my wife did not have any of this chronic illness. But when she adopted this lifestyle, so she didn't have diabetes mm-hmm. or cholesterol problems or blood pressure issues. But once we jumped on this on this lifestyle together, she lost weight, her complexion got better, her hair got thicker, nails got stronger, energy levels went up. I mean, she basically regained uh, a, regained better health as well. And that's why I tell people, look at. You don't have to be sick to to try this, and people will be amazed if they really wrap their arms around the idea that plants can be plants can really um, give you all the protein you need and and give you the all the health you need, as opposed to a lot of the animal products that many many Americans unfortunately eat today. I mean, if you look around, who isn't taking some sort of pill for some condition? Who isn't carrying too much weight? I mean, there's unfortunately just too many people and the great thing is ever since we've been we've started these meetings we see a ton of people Mike many many people losing weight eliminating medications feeling better and regaining their health now one of the things mark um, i think that a lot of us when we make a a, a dietary change or, or go on a program food preparation especially when we're talking about eating fresh shopping uh, it can be a roadblock to many of us when it comes to eating healthier with our very busy schedule and i know with your schedule you are on the go all the time, but do you have to prepare meals from scratch every day of being on a plant-based diet or are there quick and easy meals and snacks to uh, to help keep you on track? Yeah, you can find, you know, of, of course, planning is key. I mean, the more you can plan and the more you can do in advance is great. And And of course, if you can batch cook, in other words, if you make bigger batches mm-hmm. of the food and then you can just heat it up quickly throughout the week, you know, food's most of the foods, because they're not full of a, a, a lot of the animal products, they they stay fresh, uh, you know, quite a bit, quite a, quite a while. So, so yes, if you can plan and batch cook and and try to make it so that you're not having to cook every, uh, you know, all the time. Maybe we can just reheat some some of the items, you know, whether it's soup or sandwiches or some type of quinoa bowl with you know black beans and corn, etc. But I will tell you too, Mike, that one of the things we've also learned is if you are a person who travels a lot, mm-hmm. there are places, and in fact, some of them are fast food. One of my, if, if I have, if I am out and about and there's really just, I don't have a meal on me and I need a quick, a quick meal, believe it or not, and Taco Bell. Taco Bell is a great place you can go. What I typically do is you can ask Taco Bell for any of their products to be fresco, meaning they'll keep all of the... Uh, meat, uh, I'm sorry, all the dairy out of it. So all mm-hmm. the sour cream and cheese off of the product. Mm-hmm. And they will sub all the meats for beans and any of the um, products they have. So you can say, hey, give me a give me a burrito. I want it fresco style. And I want to sub the, the meat for it. I want to sub the, the meat and throw some beans in there instead. And so you can, 
you can pretty much go and get vegan meals at Taco Bell. Of course, you have the sub shops where you can get veggie sandwiches, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Chinese restaurants. I mean, you, I get my food steamed. Whenever I go to a Chinese restaurant, I'll ask them to steam the vegetables, a, a, a plate of vegetables, and give me the sauce on the side, and I might put a little bit on there or maybe a tiny bit of soy sauce or something to give it some flavor on top of what I get from the, the vegetables. Uh, if you go to an Italian restaurant, you know, you can get the pasta and just ask for the marinara sauce. Ask them for some steamed vegetables. Throw them in that big bowl of pasta and maybe throw some crushed red peppers on top. There's a, there, I can go into almost any restaurant anymore, even the steakhouses, because a lot of the steakhouses will also have sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. They, they have uh, usually a, a good variety of vegetable dishes that they have or that they can steam for you as well. So there is a lot of options. I think it's, you know, we're used to, if it's a, if it's a steakhouse, we're used to going and getting a big steak, right? Right. right. But there are many options out there. In Mexican, Mexican restaurants, you get the veggie fajitas, right? Instead of the steak or the chicken, get the veggie fajitas. And, and, and I, I try to watch the oils. So I will also tell them, steam my vegetables, put all the spices and all that good stuff on there, but don't coat it and cover it all in oil. Just cook it with water and, I'll put uh, veggie fajitas, some beans, some a little bit of rice, some pico de gallo, jalapenos mm-hmm. on top, and some salsa, and I, I'll sit down and eat six or seven of those in, in one sitting. You've just mentioned some uh, interesting facts about Taco Bell I had never heard, but uh, also some other tasty uh, dinners you just mentioned. But uh, on your website, and let's talk about that for uh, a minute, Mark, I visited there the other day and when I was looking things over, and saw a lot of recipes, which I think a lot of really good-looking, tasty recipes, which I think the perception of uh, plant-based diets uh, or uh, vegetarians is that, you know, you're eating leafy greens all the time and it's not tasty, it's healthy. I invite our listeners to check out your website because there is really a variety of food that uh, once you start to take the time to look into it, there's a lot of good stuff. There really is. And, and you know, uh, we've been on this journey for four and a half years. And I know, Mike, people say never say never. But I, my wife and I have learned so much in this four and a half year journey that I know as good as I feel had been almost 50 years old uh, and, and basically, you know, reversing all that chronic illness I had and feeling as great as I do. I mean, I, when I played at Michigan, I was 305 pounds. I was a right guard. Today, I weigh 210 pounds. I'm almost 100 pounds lighter. Uh, I weigh what I weighed today. I weigh what I weighed, weighed in seventh grade. I was about 13 <laughs> or 14 years old. So, uh, and, and, you know, before I used to, on top of all those conditions we mentioned, I'd get a little, you know, aches and pains on my knees and my hands and my joints, right, from all the football. Mm-hmm. But really what I come to find, Mike, is arthritis is a chronic condition as well. And that all stems, starts with inflammation, right? Eating a lot of these acidic foods, which are, again, the animal animal foods, but my 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 aches and pains, losing the weight, I mean, all of these things have basically reversed all of these conditions I've had. So, so I just feel like I'm in the best shape of my life, and I encourage all of your listeners to really, really, if they are struggling, if they're sick of being sick, because I know many people are, mm-hmm. and they may be looking to find an answer. And you know, you hear about oh, there's this magic pill, this magic potion. It, it's the food. Uh, three words. It's the food. And if you can, if you can grasp the idea that food can be your medicine and food can re, food can regain your health, you might be amazed at how these amazing machines that we each own, each one of us, our bodies, 
will respond if you fuel it with the right foods. How does the medical community in general right now view a plant-based diet? If some of our listeners or anyone just talks to a doctor about something like that, are they in general welcoming or is this something that needs change even in the medical community as far as pointing people in that direction and advising them of the benefits of making a change like this? That's a great question, Mike. And, and you know, I've talked to several medical students and, and even the doctors that I've met uh, that have, you know, been doctors for 20, 30 years. When you talk to them, the amazing thing you find out is that God bless our doctors out there, right? I'm, mm-hmm. it's, it's no judgment against them. But when you look at the curriculum that they go through and you look at what they are trained on, they are trained almost they are given almost no training on nutrition. They're trained primarily on two things. One is how to treat symptoms. So when they see their patients, the patients walk in and say, oh, you know, this I have this is hurting me, that's hurting me. Oh, I, I got three different pills I can give you. Let's try this one, right? And so you leave the doctor's office many times with a prescription. Um, so they're very, very good at treating symptoms. And then the second thing they're extremely good at is treating acute injury, meaning a broken arm, a broken leg. We, we have fantastic technology and, and, and uh, doctors that can fix that broken leg. They'll sew you up, put a plate in there, screws, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But again, they're, they're, it's like we're, we have this sink that is overflowing with water, right? And we're down here on the floor with mops and towels and wet vax, and we're, we're, we're trying to keep up with the water, but no one's up there trying to turn the, the faucet off. Right. Instead, you know, we're down here, the doctors are down here treating all the symptoms, right? But someone needs to jump on top of that sink and turn the faucet off. And, and that's when we get to nutrition and the foods and how eating the right foods can help turn that faucet off and hopefully regain our health. And so a lot of the doctors, I don't think it's that, I think they're hearing more and more because you are just seeing so many individuals uh, regaining their health when they when they jump and adopt into this uh, lifestyle. So I think more and more it's becoming apparent, but I think we still got a long way to go because uh, even even my doctor, when, when the doctor that I first uh, started was seeing when, when I began this journey and I started to take my insulin shots, uh, he said, Mark, you're going to be on insulin the rest of your life. And I, it really upset me. I mean, mm-hmm. I was quite pissed off because I, I didn't, I've seen where my family was and I didn't want to go that route. But I came across this, you know, this lifestyle, and, and it, again, I was able to reverse it and, and eliminate all my meds. And he said, "You're my star patient. You're your type, you know, poster child for the type two diabetes, right?" So then he ended up moving to a different state. He moved his practice or went to join another medical facility. So I had to change doctors, and mm-hmm. then I went to see this new doctor, and he saw my results, and he was looking at my history, going, "Holy, that this is fantastic! What you've done here." <laughs> But then he, you know, he goes on to tell me what a great job and how great my numbers are. And I'm, I'm not diabetic. I'm normal. Uh, no, no chronic illness. And then he proceeds to tell me, you know, you can eat a little bit of meat and you can have a little bit of fish. And, and so it just boggled my mind that here he's telling me how great I'm doing and yet then proceeds to tell me, well, go back to doing the things that got me in trouble in the first place, right? right? So I think there is a lot of... Uh, you know, it's not that they're bad people. I just think that they have not been educated on looking at nutrition as a means to heal the body. They're they're so used to just whipping out the prescription pad and 
giving you prescriptions. Hey, this hurts. Okay, hey, take these and call me in a week, right? And let's see how it goes. But that's the unfortunate piece. But I, I know there is a movement to try and change that. Uh, my wife and I, we actually are we're food for life instructors certified by the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine mm-hmm. out of Washington, D.C. And we actually teach people this lifestyle. We, we invite them into our house. We teach them the science, the medical science, and then we actually cook here in our house and we show them how, you know, it's not as daunting as you might think. Yes, it's different than what you're used to because, you know, when you go back, I mean, food is very, very personal to all of us. Mm -hmm. When you look at the holidays and birthdays and depending on your heritage, I know for me it was tacos and enchiladas and Mm -hmm. fajitas and, you know, the the Mexican foods, right? Uh, And you can still have these foods. You just need to somehow look at what other ingredients can replace some of the some of the ones that have been uh, that are harmful to your body. For our listeners, Mark, who uh, like what they've heard today, or you know, want to explore the option or learn more about a plant-based diet, I know you've mentioned a few books uh, so far. What other uh, books, websites, or programs, along with yours, uh, would you recommend they check out? Yeah. So one of the main ones would be the pcrm.org. That's Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. That's what it's short for. So pcrm.org. That is Dr. Neil Bernard's. He started that organization in the mid 80s, and he has been helping people reverse type 2 diabetes for decades. And the cool thing about it, Mike, is it's not just diabetes, but I had, again, cholesterol, high blood pressure, erectile dysfunction, psoriasis, heartburn, all of those conditions went away simply by changing the food. So that's one. The other one is to, to look up or search uh, Dr. John McDougall. Uh, I believe it's McDougall.com, I believe it is, JohnMcDougall.com. So that would be another site, another doctor, Caldwell Esselstyn, uh, he, another site. And, and, you know, if they go to chickpeaandbean.com to our website, we have a links we like tab, and it lists all of these doctors there. Good deal. The links are right there. And, you know, so they can go to our site and, and, and scroll over to the Links We Like tab, and we link to all these doctors. We link to a bunch of uh, recipe sites that you will find that are all plant-based, low in fat, really, really delicious. I mean, we, we link you not only to our recipes on our website, but to these other websites that literally will put thousands of recipes in front of you. You'll have to do a little digging, but... They are there, and, and the majority of them are free. I mean, there's there's really nothing there for sale. And we'll get your uh, website up on our show notes page, the uh, the chickpea and beans. I have to say, Mark, uh, reading the story, and then I saw uh, the story uh, with a picture of you uh, at the studios of Michigan Public Radio, and you just looked absolutely fantastic. The thing I thought first when I saw your picture was, you do not look like an offensive lineman anymore. You are as trim and in shape as can be. So when you said you weighed what you did in seventh grade, I, I believe you, but you look fantastic now. Yeah, well, thank you. You know, it's funny. I go back to these reunions at Michigan and people look at me like, well, are you, were you a DB? No, I was a right guard. Man. I was, it's, it is funny. And then, you know, I look at some of my, you know, some of the friends who, you know, teammates and they're like, you know, they've gone the wrong way. So they're, they're now they're 260, 280, and I'm 210. They might have been a, a receiver or a running back. or And, in fact, you know, you know what's really cool too, Mike, is we here recently I've been working uh, specifically with two of my former teammates. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, his name is uh, Jim Sinclair, 
he was a running back uh, for uh, for Michigan, but he did approach me after a, a Penn State game in 2014 and said, hey, you know, my doctor just advised me I'm diabetic. Uh, he was he was still working out, but he was overweight, and it's something he'll admit because he, he admitted it at a meeting we had uh, just a couple weeks ago. But in he said, Mark, I don't want to be diabetic. What, you know, let's talk about it. So we talked and shared information. We were texting, showed him my site. And in six months, Jim lost 80 pounds. Wow. He lost 80 pounds, went back to the doctor. The doctor's like, hey, you're not diabetic anymore. Just keep doing what you're doing, right? And uh, most recently here over the last, and I've been talking to this gentleman for a while, but Greg Skrepnik mm-hmm. is, you know, a two-time All-American, and I think he's been on your show a few times, actually. He has. He's been a, a guest uh, quite often, so I, I read that follow-up on Live, and that is fantastic. Yeah, so we're working with him, too, and, you know, he's been on this journey just about two and a half months, but, you know, last time I checked in with him, he's a little bit over 40 pounds that he's lost. He's feeling better, so... Uh, my my goal is I, I would love to have and try to help all our former Michigan athletes. Doesn't matter what sport they played, and and ideally my one dream at one point would be to have a little wellness center there in Ann Arbor where we could not only help all the athletes but all of the Ann Arbor community and and who knows where it could go from there, right? So uh, I I know to my core and in my heart that after after seeing the transformation that I went through and now seeing it happen with many of the people that come to our meetings that uh, this is the right way we should be eating. And I know folks are so concerned about protein, 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 where are you going to get your protein? That's that's one of the first questions I get, Jim, is, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Mike, is, is where do you get your protein? And I tell people, look, gorillas are 98.3%. They share the, the DNA of a human to 98.3%. They're almost human. Mm-hmm. Gorillas don't eat meat and they don't drink milk, except mama's milk when they're babies, mm-hmm. right? And so how do they get to be these massive, huge, amazing, strong creatures? They get it from the plants. And and, t- and take it one step further, okay, th- these creatures aren't, you know, uh, almost human, but if you look at elephants, rhinoceros, stallions, bulls, these, these creatures go to be big and massive and strong and muscular, and they don't eat any meat. And they don't drink any milk except mama's milk when they're young, right? Mm-hmm. So don't worry. You'll get all the – if you eat a, you eat the rainbow, you eat a wide variety of all the fruits, vegetables, legumes, and grains, your body knows what to do. You'll get – the one thing, the only thing that I do take in the way of a supplement is a B12 supplement. So that is the one thing that uh, I do take. But outside of that, uh, pretty much no supplements. I get all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients I need right from the plants. Well, it's absolutely amazing. And again, we'll have the information to your uh, chickpea and beans website up on our show notes page. Mark, truly an inspiring story. And for a lot of us who are borderline this, borderline that, and getting up there in age and need to make uh, a change, I think you've given us a lot of, to really think about here. So, and a great information base. I've I've been on uh, chickpea and beans, the website, and I highly advise that our listeners uh, check it out. Before we let you get out of here, though, Mark, got to ask you a, a Michigan football question. Can't let you get away without <laughs> that. What do you think about the job that uh, your old buddy, Coach Jim Harbaugh, has done so far? It's only been a year, but wow, has it changed? You know, it is amazing, right? I mean, one year you look at all that has just the, the quick turnaround that we did. I, I am so excited and elated to have uh, Coach Harbaugh and, and my former teammate back in town. Uh, I had lunch with Ward Manuel a few weeks ago. 
also a fellow teammate. And I think with those two at the helm, we are absolutely in for some great times. Uh, what we had been used to, I think, is on its way back. I mean, I'm just – I look at everything going on, and, and uh, Coach Harbaugh is doing all the right things. And uh, you look at all the talent and all the interest in Michigan from all these great uh, recruits, mm-hmm. and uh, and I know he knows how to win. He was here, and I know you know Bo obviously kept us clean and, and made sure that we were doing things the right way. And I know Coach Harbaugh is going to continue that tradition. And with him and Ward, like I said, at the helm, I'm. I just sleep so much better now, and I feel so great about where we are headed. Well, you know, the the fans are so excited. Uh, we we all, we live around here. Even if we didn't, uh, all you have to do is watch ESPN, BTN, uh, and, and read online. The preseason mags are starting to uh, magazines starting to hit the stands right now, and most of them uh, pegging Michigan as a contender in the Big Ten East. It, it's a tougher schedule though than I think uh, than a lot of Michigan fans think it's going to be right now three really big road games with Iowa, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Everyone's optimistic. Uh, do you think this team, though, Mark, uh, has the pieces to win the Big Ten East or the Big Ten Championship, or is that maybe uh, just uh, jumping the gun a bit? No, you know what? I think that with uh, the with Coach Harbaugh and the, all the coaches that he has brought in, I think that we absolutely have a shot at, at, uh, at taking the title here in, in the Big Ten East. So, uh, I, I do. I think the talent, I think every the coaching, because I, uh, I think he's going to make sure that his staff, his coaches, everybody's coaching needs to get 100% uh, that they can out of every of the, every one of the young athletes on that team. And uh, I'm very optimistic. I, I do believe we can do this. Our guest today has been uh, Mark Ramirez, who uh, played for Bo back in the 80s. And again, for many of us who live in the Detroit market, M Live did a great feature on Uh, Mark's change of lifestyle by going to a plant-based diet. And we're going to have uh, many of the links, including the links, a link to Mark's site up on our show notes page when uh, this uh, airs next week. So fascinating. It's just wonderful to read and hear uh, what you've done, Mark. And I think inspire a lot of us and a lot of people out there uh, to think about a plant-based diet and investigating it more fully. So thank you for that. And Hopefully we can get you back on the show at some point and talk more about this. Would love to, Mike. Thank you for the opportunity to share the message. Thanks to Mark Ramirez for being our guest today. For more information on a plant-based diet, visit Mark's site at www.chickpeaandbeans.com. That's www.chickpeaandbeans.com, and I will have that on my show notes page. It is chock full of great information. Quick Hits is up next as we wrap it up for another week here on The Michigan Man on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the Vsporto Network and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew. On Quick Hits today, a reminder to check out Mark Ramirez's website at www.chickpeaandbeans.com. That's www.chickpeaandbeans.com. I will also have that posted on my show notes page. He has great information on a plant-based diet, including some very good recipes and links to some very useful books on helping you learn more about the health benefits of making this kind of change in your lifestyle. 
Thank you, Mark, for a wake-up call for many of us. Our next show will air on July 20th. It will be time for a feature you listeners can't seem to get enough of, and that's recruiting news. Steve Lorenz from 24-7 Sports will join me, and we'll get up to date on the never-ending recruiting wars and see if we've added to our 17 verbals by that time. We might have another Michigan man extra for you later this month. If so, I'll let you know via Twitter and Facebook. I hope you're enjoying these very warm and dry days of summer. Football season is on the way, and in August we'll be back on our weekly schedule with some great preview shows to help us get amped up for the coming season as if we need any help getting jacked up. So until then, enjoy summer. That will do it for this show. I'm your host, Mike Fitzpatrick. Until next time, take care, and as always, go blue. Thanks for joining us today on The Michigan Man, here on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network, and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew. Our listener lines are open 24-7 for your calls at 313-263-4842. That's 313-263-4842. Or email us at themichiganmanpodcast at yahoo.com. That's themichiganmanpodcast at yahoo.com. The Michigan Man Podcast is produced at the studios of Robin Lynn Productions, Allen Park, Michigan, and is not affiliated with the University of Michigan. Go Blue!